This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. While Tesla officially announced that it's picked Austin, Texas as the site for its next Gigafactory, which will build the Model 3, Y, Cybertruck, and Semi. And while Tesla's vehicle deliveries and revenue were down in the second quarter, they beat analysts' expectations and the company posted a profit for the fourth straight quarter. That allowed Tesla to apply to be included on the S&P 500 index. And if it is, institutional investors in the S&P 500 have to buy all the stock in that index, which would increase demand for the EV maker's shares even more. One of the reasons Tesla was able to turn a profit is because it generated $430 million in EV credits. While some are critical of Tesla's for this, saying it wouldn't have posted a profit without those credits, Generating a profit from sales of carbon credits has always been a part of the company's business plan. And speaking of carbon credits, Electrify America announced the world's first carbon offset project for EV charging systems. New methodology was developed to show how charging an EV at a station should be able to reduce CO2 emissions compared to fueling and driving gasoline-powered vehicles. The methodology has been validated, but the project still needs to undergo verification that the systems really do reduce CO2 emissions. Once that's done, Electrify America will be able to receive carbon credits, and just like Tesla or anyone else, it will be able to sell those credits to companies that want to offset their emissions. Kia showed off a rugged little SUV concept back in February called the Sonnet, and now it's showing off a design sketch of the production model. It appears to keep much of the design flair from the concept, as well as the rear pillar, which we think kind of looks like a Chrysler Pacifica. It sounds like the Sonnet will be offered in global markets, starting with India, and is said to make its global premiere very shortly. Engineer from anywhere. Perform tests from your office, lab, or living room. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, we have you covered. Our hardware and software is trusted all over the world. Global company headquartered in Troy, Michigan. Intrepid Control Systems. Mitsubishi is providing an update to its North American lineup. The automaker will launch three fairly considerable refreshes and one all-new ground-up redesign, all by the second quarter of next year. While we don't have all the details yet, here's what we know. And just so you do know, we're only able to show the current models other than the Mirage, which is the new model. Going on sale this winter is the upgraded version of the plug-in hybrid Outlander, which features a larger and more powerful engine and electric drive system. That will increase the model's range, which currently sits at 22 EPA miles. In the first quarter of 2021, the highly refreshed Mirage, both inside and out, goes on sale, as does a new Eclipse Cross with fresh style front and rear, an upgraded interior, and new infotainment system. Finally comes the all-new Outlander in Q2 of next year. It's said to be bigger and bolder, as well as the quietest and best-equipped Mitsubishi ever sold in the U.S. Every Mitsubishi will also get standard forward collision mitigation with pedestrian detection. For decades, automakers have dreamed of controlling engine valves electronically instead of using a camshaft. 
By controlling each valve individually for lift and duration, they could get far more complete combustion. But electronic valve actuators have always ended up using more power than they produced. So the idea never really got into production. But an English company called Camcon Automotive says it's figured out how to intelligently control valves that don't need gobs of power. They use electromagnetic rotary actuators that can control all aspects of valves opening and closing, and yet the system can run on 12 volts. You may also remember that Koenigsegg developed a similar technology called free valve, but it uses electrohydraulic pneumatic actuators. CamCon says its intelligent valve technology can reduce CO2 emissions by 20%. At the same time, it increases performance and efficiency. In fact, it says this can make gasoline engines as fuel efficient as diesels, but it can also be used in diesels. And it says intelligent valves would be perfect to use in hybrids. In light of the pandemic, car buyers are more and more interested in vehicles that will protect them. Automakers are working on a number of solutions, including using UV light or antimicrobial coatings in vehicle interiors in order to get rid of the virus. And here's another solution. Jaguar Land Rover and the University of Cambridge are developing a contactless infotainment display screen. The patented technology, known as Predictive Touch, uses artificial intelligence and sensors to predict a user's intended target on a touchscreen without touching a button. Initial tests show the technology could reduce the time and effort a driver interacts with the screen by up to 50%. Not only does the technology help reduce the spread of bacteria and viruses, it also helps keep the driver's eyes on the road and makes selecting functions easier on bumpy roads, something all of us, I'm sure, would definitely like. Like so many sports, the pandemic has forced the World SBK Motorcycle Racing Series to shut down for several months. But teams still need to continue tasks to be ready once the season resumes. However, in the case of BMW Motorrad Motorsport, its riders weren't able to go to its test facility in Germany due to travel restrictions. Aerodynamics are extremely important, and you can't get it right without a rider on the bike. So it created a 3D model of one of its riders, Eugene Laverty, to test its S1000RR bike in the wind tunnel. The company took detailed measurements of him with a 3D scanner, then made a plastic model out of him, which has now been used 50 times. The World SBK season resumes the first week of August in Spain. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Subaru was on its way to having its best year ever in the U.S. before the pandemic. Sales plunged early on because of lockdowns, but they are starting to pick back up for the company. While that's good news, Tom Dahl, the president and CEO of Subaru of America, told us on AutoLine this week, it's now facing low inventory. So far, we're down through the first six months of the year. We're down about uh, 21%. The industry's down about 24%, as you said. Uh, We had our, in terms of market share in in, uh, June, we had our best market share month ever. We had 4.8% total market share. And on retail, if you exclude the fleet and the other stuff that gets added into that, we had about a 5.4% market share. 
So um, yeah, but we're still down, right? I mean, we're, we were down 12% roughly in, in June. Um, you know, April, March and April, we were down 47% in each of those months, recovered in May. Uh, May, we were down about, uh, you know, 17, 18%. And then uh, in June, we were down about 12%. So every month, it's gotten a little bit better uh, from a sales standpoint. And uh, June was really uh, not, not too bad, all things considered, because our day supply is now getting to be quite low. We've only got about a 28-day supply uh, of inventory. And some of our key product lines, the four horsemen, as we call them, the Outback, the Forester, the Crosstrek, and the Ascent, those day, supply car, those day supplies are very, very low. So uh, efficiency is going to be key in July in order for us to be able to sustain our momentum. As always, you can watch that entire show right now on our website or on our YouTube channel. Hey, did you know that General Motors revived its defense division? It's getting back into developing military equipment and just landed a big contract from the Army. It's going to make what they call the ISV, the Infantry Squad Vehicle, and it has impressive off-road capabilities. The chief engineer of GM Defense, Mark Dickens, will be our special guest on AutoLine After Hours this afternoon. So join John and Gary at 3 p.m. Eastern time today for some of the latest developments in the automotive industry. But with that, we wrap up today's show. Thank you for watching.